Well, I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. Every time my fingers touch brain, I'm super fly TNT. I'm the guns of the Navarone. In fact, what the fuck am I doing in the back? You the motherfucker should be on brain detail. Simo and Redmond are the thong slappers. They're two blokes making lots of noise but getting nowhere fast. Hi everyone, G'day Redman. Welcome back to the second part of episode 24, which we're devoting to... How you going, mate? All right? You still there? Yeah, I'm still here, mate. I've got no beer, so I'm as dry as an Arab sandal. Wow, that's pretty dry and potentially smelly too. I'd say definitely both. Dry goes with smelly. <laughs> What's going on, Simon? How are you going? Oh, mate. You know, pretty much for much is just trying to stay cool and just enjoying not having to go to work on Christmas, New Year holidays, which is a nice change. So usually we sort of work this period, like the period between Christmas and New Year. So, uh, yeah, luckily this year I've actually got the time off, which is fine by me. See, that's a problem with a lotto win. If I won the lotto, I probably wouldn't go to work, but I'd have enough money to have a couple of people I hate killed, and I'm not smart enough to pull that off, so I'd probably end up in prison. So it's probably best that I don't win the lotto. Well, look, either that or just control yourself. Just move away from all the negative Nancys, mate. That's the other That's the other chance you've got. Just don't go on social media. Nah, fuck it, they got like, it. Don't go on Facebook. Fuck it, they got it coming. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, we're going to cover off on Bible studies, of course, this episode, but also we've got some um, domestic bliss to chat about too. So, without any further ado, is it a Jew or a do? A Jew. Which one is it? It's a, definitely a Jew. A Jew is, you know, King David, the Abrahams, Israel, you know, Palestine. Oh, you, you okay. might have heard of All right. Yeah, without any further sure. ado. Without waiting any fucking longer, it's time for Bible studies. Okay, Smokes, January 2019 Street Machine magazine with, of course, the Fox Challenger on the cover. Mate, how cool is that friggin' Dodge Challenger? How, what a legend of a car, straight away. Oh, man, I, I don't want to um, sound like a wanker. I probably will sound like a wanker, but you know that, uh, what is it you wish for? You know, careful what you wish for. I've got to say, when Jay-Z 350 wasn't the cover car the other day, I'm like, oh, fuck this and this rock stuff. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, straight into it. Cover. What can you tell me about the cover? Can you please give me your Redmond thoughts on the cover. Well, the main thing is the Andrew as a party design street machine font. Yes. It looks awesome. Like, uh, the way that the, the black roof, the black dome of the Fox car, it could mm. kind of be said that that's cars like this that hold street machine up. If you were to imagine that that street machine font is actually a sign and that car's holding it up, it looks fucking cool, man. It's amazing. I want to buy wow. I really enjoy it. That's cool. That's the last thing I ever would have gleaned from looking at that cover, but I'm impressed. Seriously impressed. I like it. They're exclamation marks, man. What the go? There's only one. I guess uh, this time of year it's easy to get over exclamation markish. Yeah. We've dropped yeah. it back to one. You know, it's funny you say that. Have you noticed the number of people who comment on our Instagram page about exclamation marks now? <laughs> now that you've sort of brought that to everyone's attention? No, not really, but that's funny as fuck. Yeah, I like it the is funny as fuck. I like the lightning strikes between um, Top 10 Engineering Stuff Up Australia Challenge and Summonats Guide. And that, that yeah. is it called a byline? What are the, what are the line? Is it byline? What are the words called? Where they mention something? I really don't know. I'd just call it a header, maybe? Yeah, header. header. Where it says, 
top 10 engineering stuff ups. I mean, it's glad to see ProDrive back on the cover of a magazine. <laughs> you know, I just like the fact that those lightning bolts hark back to the Fox Challenge and the lightning bolts in it. I think that's a nice little joining of the of the two. I was in my darkest thinking more along the lines of those who invaded Poland. It's got the double strike kind of thing going on there, but I just ignore Okay. I just ignore that. Hey, um, what's your guy on the cover? Tell me about the cover. Okay. Right, for this is very easy. It came to me quite easily, this one. When I look at that cover, I see one thing. That's our history of our sport on that cover. You know what I mean? It's almost You could almost use this cover as a Time Warp poster because it spans nearly 40 years of this particular magazine. Okay, when I say that as, a, as like a Time Warp, it's virtually now... I'm, I'm thinking it's an accidental nod to our street machining history. It may have been done like that on purpose. I really don't know. But to me... I look at that, and it's kind of like an, it, you're looking at both ends of the, the spectrum. Like It's the epitome of our early days of street machining when you look at the Fox Challenger. You've got the scoop, you've got the side pipes, you've got the wild paint, you've got the dark-tinted headlight covers, which are just fucking fantastic. But then you look down the bottom, and you have the XW of Frank Marchese, and it's sort of like the latest incarnation of a really cool street machine. It's stylish, it's purposeful, it's capable, of course. I mean, look what it's just done at Drag Challenge. It's a tough street car that still draws on the modified influences, though. Like, it, you know, you look at the scoop, it's choosing a different scoop, it's choosing the wheels. I guess what I'm trying to say is you compare the two cars, they are polar opposites apart, but at the core of the modified car scene, you've got a guy with a Fox Challenger. Just forget the Fox Challenger is a movie car star. Like, okay, like people built cars that look like that back in the 80s. So just forget the movie impact of, of the Fox Challenger when I say this. But the Fox Challenger, change of wheels, it's got a scoop, it's got some pretty cool paint. It's had modifications done to it, you know, for both looks and also for, you know, purpose. Then you look at Frank's XW. It's got modifications, you know, for purpose and looks like it's got the reverse cow scoop it's got the wheels they choose stuff that you know is best suited to those vehicles for what they're trying to achieve like it, it just goes to show that the whole mindset behind modification on cars you've got two ends of the spectrum there but there's still so many points between the two that correlate that work perfectly together does that make sense it definitely makes sense it's, uh, it's absolutely crazy. I've, I haven't said this about a cover before, but I think that cover is perfect. Yeah, I kind of agree. It's it's like a nod to the happiness that Street Machine all in one. It's right at the very start of it, or the early years of Street Machine. When you think about it, that Fox Challenge was built around 81, 82 when the magazine hit the stands, to the latest with Frank. And, you know, that car is the car of the moment, as far as I'm concerned. And, yeah, I just think it sums up. It's like bookending our hobby in one in one cover. 320 or 300 kilometer an hour plus terminal time out of that SW. I just cannot, sorry, I'm back. I cannot get my head around. I've done two, 235 in my stock SS or whatever, and I've done 299 on a road bike, on a jack bike. I just struggle to get my head around 300 kilometers an hour plus in an XY over 400 meters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm not, oh, I'm not it's a, a mind boggler. I'm not a drag racer. I've never, I've only ever drag raced a roadblock. I've never drag raced a car or whatever. But that's, uh, that's fucking wicked, man. Yeah, it is impressive. That is for sure. I mean, Christ, I remember I broke a throttle return spring at 100 mile an hour down the drag strip, pulling that thing up at Willowbank before you got to the end. That was tough enough as it was, let alone doing something that's actually doing, you know, fucking. More than twice the speed or twice the speed. Scary, eh? I actually uh, chose Fox 1 as my rig of the month as well just because I really like a car that looks like I could drive and that thing 
it's it's brilliant. It's exactly everything I like. Like the lightning strikes has got the uh, center lines, are they? Yes, yep. That's got the center lines. Another car in there has got the center lines as well. Is it the uh, HG? Oh, the yellow HK, Manoa. Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. It's yeah. cool to see us get yeah. our, uh, you know, no billets, no no huge Simmons. We've just got our, uh, our cars back. What did you choose for your rig of the month? Okay. I was pretty torn this month, actually. Um, well, when I say torn, there were three that were in contention, all right? and there, But there was one that just, in the end, was just a clear winner. So I don't know if that makes it sound like I'm torn, but when I actually looked at logically, I made a, a pretty easy decision. So pretty much the three vehicles I was choosing between was Jason Spiteri's H-Bomb EH with a 427 cube small block on page 52. That's a pretty cool car. Yep. Option number yep. two was that HK Minari. You're talking about Rob Sinani's um, yellow with a yellow HK with a blonde 403 in it, pumping iron. That thing was cool. But in the end, it came down to page 34, mental as anything. Michael Verges, his uh, 65 Chev sedan, the blue one. Look, there's a few reasons why I chose that car. I love 65s to start with. That always helps. But I guess reading about that vehicle and looking at what it's done, it's been in his family for 40 years. He's had it himself for 27 years after getting custody of it at 17. So it's obviously been a big part of his life. And that always tugs at my car liking strings when people have had cars for years and grown up. It's like they're, they're kind of like a time capsule for their life in a lot of way. Next, it's got a 600 cube big block in it with over 1,000 horsepower and 98 unleaded. And the thing is, too, this car weighs 4,450 pounds, like nearly 2.3 ton. Like, it's heavy, mate. Heavy Chevy. That's where the name friggin' comes from. But it runs 9.8 at 140 mile an hour. On top of that, it's not just like a one-hit wonder. It's fucking competitive, too. He proved that at that uh, King of the Street uh, meet from the previous issue that was covered. He came runner-up, actually, at that meet. So you have to get through a few rounds to come runner-up at a King of the Street. You know, I, I think, to sum up this car, he's taken the road less travelled and come up, would, like, come up trumps with this vehicle. Yeah. You forgot tough. Oh, it's tough as fuck. It's, that, that just goes without saying. And I dig the colour. I dig the auto drags. It's just... It's just a cool car, so it just really it's really cool, and I, it just ticks all the boxes for me. I like the scoop with the intake; it's kind of really industrial in a good way. It's kind of like we need air. Come on, we need air. <laughs> Give me an intake. And yeah, you can probably run yep. a Westfield shopping centre air conditioner on that fucking intake. It's huge and it's, it's balls and all. It's it's really cool. That's right. And funny you mentioned that's actually something I've got to talk about when we talk about our uh, special mentions and action shots. That scoop, but yeah, I just love that car. I just think I just think it's super cool. There's not really Anything else that, you know, I lo- oh, okay, there's plenty of cars in that magazine. It's actually full of really good feature cars, which makes it difficult, but there's just nothing like that car featured in this issue. There's nothing even remotely like that car. Unique. It just is, it's, on, it's in a league of its own as far as unique. what it is and how it's been built and what its features are as well. Unique, unique, unique. Yeah, unique. exactly. It's mental as anything. I think, I, yeah. I think the nips are getting bigger. I think um, I like uh, Fox just because of the same reason I like Disturbia. Uh, you told me once I was going to open a Facebook page for Disturbia. I didn't want to be indulgent. <laughs> Look at the fucking thing. Are you serious? <laughs> I like Fox. Yeah, but... It's indulgent and it's it's it's, it's a rolling. It's, it's that same. Tell me about the headlight covers on Fox One. If you know, you wrote the story. A uh, very good story too, Simon. Well done. Oh, so you thank you very much. Card. You wrote the cover card. That's cool, man. I never I never thought of that till I said it out loud. Well done. 
<laughs> Thank you, Tar. No, it was lots of fun to do. And if you'd said to me when I first saw that movie when I was like nine or ten years old, oh, one day you're going to write a feature story about this car, I wouldn't have fucking believed you. So it was definitely, yeah, I enjoyed doing it. You could, the thing is too with that story, you could play on so many of the one-liners from the movie as well to do with Foxy, and that was kind of I really enjoyed incorporating those elements. Yeah, I incorporated, enjoyed incorporating those elements in the story as well. Can you tell me about the headlight covers? Ah, yeah, there's like tinted perspex. It looks like it's almost got no. Is that? It looks awesome. We spoke earlier about grills or whatever, but is that? Are they covered or does it it actually have headlights? Yeah, it definitely has headlights. Like, the covers look darker on the cover than they probably are, probably with the light or how it's just been, how they've just done the artwork. But any car can look tough with tinted headlight covers. It's just something about it. I mean, you know, we're talking in last episode about full grills and stuff you had on Holden's back in the day. You put tinted headlight covers on them as well. They look mean. Yes, that's something I still enjoy, definitely. That's right. It just just works really well on that car. And just, again, it just aids to its identity, I think, too. And the thing I love about the car... It's a genuine factory. Factory matches numbing. Oh, hang on. <laughs> numbing. Red mode. <laughs> I'm getting numb. <laughs> the thing I love about that car as well, it's actually a, a genuine matching numbers factory RT. So that's pretty cool, I think, as well, that it's, it's, it's been left the way it is. No one's done the big purist thing and restored it back to factory original like the Doug Hawkins Mac 1 Monaro uh, Mustang. Like, what happened to that? Well, you and I share a mate, uh, Chris Coit. Yes, old Russell. Oh, yeah, he's yep. got a Challenger, and, man, he took me for a cruise in it, uh, about six months ago, oh, four months ago, and it's a big block, and it was so fucking unreal. Coit is a big bull. What is he, about six foot you reckon? Maybe yeah, yeah, be up there. Kilos. And this guy just runs out drunk in the street and goes, Love your charger, mate. And Cordy looks and he goes, The fucking challenger, you wanker. And this guy just so, so off But that was so. I might repost some videos of that night. That was so much fun that uh, Cordy just oh. He rings me and he goes, Do you want to come for a cruise in the challenge? I'm like, Yeah, okay. Twist my arm. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, if, if all the children at home want to turn to page 226, I want to show you something. You got the Max on? Yeah, mate. I will flick to it now. Is that a ZC or a ZD? I think it's a ZD. When I see cars like that, I just want to own them. See, it's got the shaker as well. Oh, it does yep. too. Yeah. I'm just, just looking at the grill. I'm pretty sure that's a ZC grill. I'm sure all the um, Noels will correct me on that one. They pro- they Normally, pro- I just tell won't. by the tar lights. They probably won't because they're just a bunch yeah. of old thong slappers who don't really care if it's a ZC or ZD. It's a cool Fairlane. Let's call it a cool Fairlane. Whenever I see one of those things, I think it's Slim Dusty straight away. Uh, Matto351, he's got dusty number plates on his ZC. He's a tribute to Slim Dusty. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you a story. Slim Dusty had a uh, called Old Purple, his ZC Fairlane, that he, he carved the caravan around. When I was a kid and you were a kid, uh, Statesman and Fairlanes were, were tow cars before people decided they needed a Hilux or all the Simpson Desert fucking mysteriously tripled in size or the Jardine River flooded 800,000 fucking cases of Australian road. You could actually get this all done with the Fairlane or a, or a station. But that car, to me, I just want to drive it, man. It's got the kind of throwback of the GT uh, headlights. It's got the shaker. It's got the sun. It's an outback car. It's even covered in outback dirt. Man, we could drive that to birds, or we could drive that. That's yeah. Sorry to rave on, but I really like that car. You got some action Jacksons for me. I do have an action. Uh, you go first with the action Jacksons because it's uh, it's going to be a full magazine full of them. Yeah, got to very pages. difficult as always. First up, page one hundred and two. Brandon Zito's green LC Tirana at Drag Challenge. Yep, that's a great shot. Um, well, yeah, definitely. Is, yep, cool looking car. Page 103, Bubba, sideways at 2,000 horsepower in his Commodore. Can drive nice that work guy. to correct that one. He can drive. Probably the number one choice for Action Jackson. Page 107, 
Uh, Sean Anthony's yellow XD sedan hightailing it along with a barometer. The yellow sedan? <laughs> That's a cool photo. That, it's a fucking great it looks photo. Like nine, it looks like 1980 uh, Sydney Daily Telegraph, doesn't it? <laughs> Mate, and just, he's obviously got what looked to be those, you know, like the XDs, XEs, XFs, the factory wheels are kind of like a four-spoke steel wheel. I think it's still got those on it, just stepped up to 15s. Look it up, it's just look a it really great photo. I just love the photo. Look at old mate's t-shirt below him. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That that whole that guy looks like he's some sort of serial killer or some weird movie, but it's a it's a great shot. Page one thirteen. Lorenzo Galotto's VL Calais, seven sixty five and hundred and eighty mile an hour on Drag Challenge, like his personal best. Love that car, as I mentioned in episode twenty three or twenty two. Twin Turbo LS. First bloke at Drag Challenge to run a four-second pass over the eighth mile. So congratulations, mate. Big fan of your car. I just I think it's just such a cool-looking car. It looks to be really well put together, well built, and it's obviously proving that with the numbers it's running. So massive fan, great car. And uh, lastly was page 204, Brad Cullen's VCU with the 1471 blown big block Chev motor. I, I think the thing I love about that car, there's a photo on page 204, it's in a burnout, but... I love how he's got the white paint with the black. I don't know if it's actually a vinyl roof or whether it's just painted black, but it's kind of done in the same guise as what the VC Valiant sedans, the Regals, were done. Yeah. Right, with yep. the black roof. I, I kind of just like it. I think it's a really cool... Yeah, it's just a cool... I've never seen one done like that before, put it that way. So, um, yeah, taking that luxury edge to a ute from a sedan, I think it's a really... Uh, just something different. I really like that. And plus a big big block Chev, and that's very cool too. Have a look at page triple one. If you can, please. Yes, sir, I'm here. See that tough EK? Oh, fuck, it looks broken, doesn't it? How, how twisted is that? It's like, you know, I'm going to get a, a 1950 or 60 model hold and put a fucking massive engine in it. Yeah, it's it's just, it's a fucking great shot. That was very close to being a, a tough shot for me. Look, honestly, I keep mixing up all these headings. I do Action Jackson's as tough yeah, shots and tough shots as Action Jackson's. Like, you know, look, at the end of the day, you know what we're trying to do. So, um... That was actually my choice for page nine. Sorry, did you have any yes. others besides have that? Have a look at page. Oh, okay. Have a look at page one fifty-four, yep. please. You're so polite. <laughs> I, that's just a rumor. Have a look at that. That is a yeah. lot of number plates. I love the photo, the battery in the boot, the twin pipes, and that. See the bus stop above it, the black sky, and there's a dirty old boot on the page next to it too. Oh, there is too, Telfo. Yeah, see, there's a moot there as well. But um, special mentions. Uh, sorry, not special mentions. Mm. Uh, Tough shot, page 80. Yes, page 80, I'm there. Yep. Have a look up the top. There's a bloody fella on a motorbike. Look how happy he is, <laughs> Good old mate. Benny. Have a look how happy he is. Mate, he's, he's a old... freaking champion, old Benny. He's got the TT shirt. Has he got the Thong Slappers T-shirt? Oh, he has. Yeah. He has got, he's got uh, black jeans, black boots on. I mean, I really enjoy that photo, obviously, for pretty selfish reasons, but that's pretty fucking cool, isn't it? It is. Benny's a great guy. It's funny, you know, whenever I see his beard... He reminds me of there's that show on TV made by the sim- people who made The Simpsons, Futurama. Yes, I love it. I see I his beard. Love it. Is it Zoidberg, the guy who looks? He's like a some sort of sea creature with it. He's like the scientist, yes. and his head's like a yep. like um. What do you call those things? Octopus or whatever the hell it is. Yep. Benny's beard reminds me of Zoidberg. I love for some reason. I love Bender man. Fuck, he's the funniest character on that. He's he's the pinnacle of uh, what. Uh, Matt Browning is done. Have a look on page 77, man. That's a fucking car right there. Have a look at it. GDHO Falcon. The yellow yeah, one? That's one how of my choices too. fucking look, mate. I don't give a fuck if they got the restored right badge, got the period correct 
fucking radiator sticker. I couldn't give a fuck. I wanted to make it look like it's been enjoyed. The things are 4V, so they don't fuck about me and they don't sit still. They go pretty hard. And look, the guy's name's Willie Benter. We've all had yeah, one of those, cool. you know, over through the course of our lives. But just that that yellow XY, I love it. I'd, I'd walk past, you know, like I've said before with the restos, and I said this about uh, Dave Ronsley's VG Hardtop, the, the pacer, the bush pacer. I'd walk past a, a row of restored XYs to look at that car. It's just got such personality, hasn't well, it? Well, I was lucky enough to have a uh, an article that I wrote featuring streetmachine.com a while ago. It was about an XBGT, a gen. Genuine yeah. XBGT. I, I was there and I was driving down the street, Pepper Red XBGT Falcon, and it looked worse than that car. And I'll post these photos because I've still got them. And I pulled up, I had a yarn to the yeah. guy, and I'm like, man, what's the going? He goes, ah, oh, she's a genuine GT, mate. Fucking as soon as I settle the other house, I'm going to, you know, re- restore it. I'm like, no, no, whoa. <laughs> yeah, leave it as yeah, is. I'll, um, for I'll sure. put a link to that story or up and I'll, I'll post that as well. But um, that's how muscle cars, I, yeah, muscle cars have got acres and acres of chrome. They've got four barrels. They've got all this nice stuff going on. But when they look like that, I enjoy them. Have a look on page 76. That's a tough shot as well for me down the bottom left hand. So oh, shake, rattle, and roll, the EK. Yeah, that's cool yep. too. Yeah. I just wanted Good to mention time. something as well. One of the articles that I really enjoyed the magazine, and I honestly uh, sent Telf a message, was uh, the dog penis uh, car driven up to running on empty festival. Oh, yeah. I yep. don't have the page. Yep. Gus and Scotty, yeah. yeah. But I really enjoyed that article. I like a – you could probably tell us a bit better than I could uh, the difference between writing up a car and writing an actual story for a magazine. Like when you write up a car, it's like, oh, you know, Fred and Bill pulled the engine out and fucking ABC engine rebuilt it got painted in. But when you get to actually write, it's quite a rollicking story. It's I really enjoyed it. In the fact, and Gus, he's a massive personality, Gus. He's not a shrinking violet at all, is he? No, definitely not. Look, I, I, think, I think the beauty of doing that is – when you're doing a car story, like a feature story for someone else's bill, like say, for example, I was going to write a story about your VK, right? I have to, especially just imagine I don't know you, I have to tell your story. So that's where I interview you, you fill out questions, you know, we talk about your car. I have to try and interpret your life with that vehicle into words. Whereas if you're telling a story about something you've actually experienced, it's a lot, not so much as a lot easier to do. Well, it kind of is, but you just get to retell your adventure. So you're there. You know that all the facts are right. You know that you're going to get it right because you're the one who actually experienced it. And it's kind of fun doing that. Like I wrote a story a number of years ago, probably 2011, when I'd finished Disturbia and took it to Mobar Sunday. Um, sorry, my stupid fucking muff keeps falling. <laughs> Too much to drink this time of year. I know the feeling. Fuck, it's annoying. Yeah, anyway. Um, on the microphone, people. Don't panic. Now, it's it's one of those things where, yeah, I did that story, and so I got to experience driving my car. So you're sort of riding it in first person, I suppose, too. So, no, it's good. It's good to do that. It's nice to mix up your writing, your writing duties with doing stuff that you've penned yourself. And I'm sure, you know, Scotty kind of felt that way when he did this too. Yeah, no, it's definitely good. And my last uh, tough shot, said page 74. Man, I want that as a poster. Oh, there's something going wrong with the vet. Yes. Our stem yeah. cells are failing on that Foxy one, and there's a bit of smoke coming out of the exhaust. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough yeah. one. That's all. Right, I'm going to smash you with tough shots. Let your fingers do the walking red. Start off at the front, page nine. Yeah, we're talking about Michael Verges, his 65 Impala. It's actually the photo that's on the contents page. 
page nine. It's the contents oh, page yeah, of the yeah, shot. Yeah, and, yeah. and you you mentioned the scoop before, and I think the same. I think that scoop it's it's kind of similar to that Silver XT that Jared Woods featured a while ago. The scoop just means business. It's just ready to suck in whatever is going past, whether it be bugs, a cow, small children. <laughs> I dig that scoop, especially the fact that a frigging reverse cow can't hide it, can't keep it under. I think that's pretty cool. Sorry, you said something a while ago, which I'm going to steal. I so want to the car that ate the world. Oh, did yeah, I? Yeah, one of the tough shots here, uh, a couple. Oh. Yeah. And that's yeah, a, that, I think that was Jared Woods, yeah, XT. I want to yeah. steal that line so much, man. Oh, Will, in something I wrote, I would definitely pinch that off you. I'm sorry, but that, yeah, that could be the same it. as the content page, the car that ate the world with that scoop. Yeah, I think it's super cool. I just it's just perp it just means business. It's like it is with Jared Woods, I said it reminds me of the omen theme and this is kind of similar. I just hear the omen theme when I see in that picture. Flick over to page ten, mate. We're gonna see Tough EK on the Bindies. That's a great shot. Can you explain on the Bindies for people that are new to the podcast? Oh, that just sort of came about from a car that's doing a wheel stand. It's like it stood in a patch of Bindies and it's fucking jumping off the ground going, Oh, it's so fucking it's, stupid. No, it's, it's not. It's it works, though. It's just caught on. It's caught on. People are now saying that back to me. So anybody I'm just going to run with it. Going through a summer in Australia, just about most of us, you're dead right when you run through the set. I thought it was perfect. Yeah, keep it. Yeah, keep it real. All right. Flick to page 70. The side shot of Lumper. Matt Lamp... Hang on. <laughs> Matt Lampard's HZ Kinger. The side shot. Yep. I think I think that's a great car. It also was kind of very much knocking on heaven's door for a uh, rig of the month for me. But one thing I really dig about the car is the interior. I think it's, it's really cool interior. The car itself is awesome and it obviously goes well. But that brown, I can just feel the heat coming off those seat belts in summer. I, I, you know, I like that car as well because something Arby said about. Uh putting a big, powerful, expensive drivetrain into something that's just a normal car. He talks quite uh, thoroughly in this story about how the paint of the guy that owns it, he says, you know, I've just clay-blocked it, I've just cut it back, it's got crappy paint. But like Arby says, just put the money into the drivetrain, man. Let's go. Let's get them slipped. Yeah, just enjoy it. Enjoy it. Yeah, big time. While you're down there, <laughs> look over no, to page no, 104. Don't say that to me again. <laughs> We're separated by distance. I feel it's safe. I can get away with it. Isn't that uh, Page 104. Uh, up the top, the top right, you've got two Tassie blokes, Ben Walker in his orange VF and Grant Gerard. Hang on. So it's, I can't even fucking speak yeah. today. Right the railway hotel. You've got Ben Walker in his orange VF hardtop parked up next to Grant Dwyer in his white VH hardtop at the railway hotel at Drag Challenge. That's a great shot. I don't know. It just That shot says to me, it just says to me, like, Saturday afternoon cruising, hanging out with your mates. And they are, you know, mates, of course, and... That's a, just a great photo. I, I love think. that. You just don't see, you don't see a shitload of tough cars parked up randomly anymore, do you? I love that colour orange. Yes, big time. Big fan of that car. Tristan, o- um, Tristan Ocker wrote something in a magazine a while ago saying that uh, his car still actually registered Mensa. Yeah, yep. Tough as nails that thing. Once or twice a year, he reckons he sneaks down for a sneaky counterfeit in it. So yeah, ties in with that. Mate, YouTube is video of it doing a wedding, and it's just it's fucking great. And probably the tough shot for me, no question, number one, page 164, Ryan and Stork cruising in that Marlborough Holden panel van on Drag Challenge. Oh, fuck, man. Look at that thing. Look at it. Yeah. Awesome. All I've really got to do is just whack in a couple of special mentions to wrap up my bits and pieces here of the, the pictures. So while you've got your fingers out there, Wet the page. Just wet my finger to turn the page. Uh, go back to page 28. 
Yep. Yep. Fox Challenger. The gauge is in the back of the bonnet scoop. I just think that's awesome. It's something I've always remembered about that car. It's wicked, isn't it? See, so look through the windscreen, and you can yeah. see the gauges that were yes. actually fitted. I just think that's so cool. The side pipes, yeah, why man, not? the black colour, the auto lights, the... Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. That's why it's my rig of the month, man. It's just something that I want to drive. It's something along the lines of... Uh, I, I mentioned before, I've, I haven't seen any of the roadkill, but I've uh, seen... What's that, Camaro? Killer B or something? Uh, Crusher. Crusher. Crusher Camaro. It's a great show, mate. You've got to do that over Christmas. I know. Just it's... put on some episodes and enjoy it. How is it with that blower and the stands? And Oh, fuck, man. If that's what them guys build, I'm down for it. Oh, you love that show. It's a great show. You've got I've to get got onto it. it. I, I enjoy it. I, I can't wait for each episode to come out. So make sure you get into it. Mate, and while you're, while you're doing that, flick to page 60, David Schultz, XP sedan, P for Peter. The reason I mentioned that, it's a chopped four-door sedan. Like, that's no mean feat, chopping a sedan. So it just definitely changes the look of that car. It's kind of cool. Well, it does. It looks very cool. Give me um, give me your uh, opinion of what's the best or what your favourite Reader's Rocket is. Um, I will. Sorry, I just want to smash out a couple of quick more special mentions. Yep. Page 149, Nathan Goshen. Is it Goshen? Oh, Gozen. Nathan Gozen giving thumbs up at the front of his Capri. That's a great photo. Page 149. Hold on, Hold on children. We, we... <laughs> See, black boots, black jeans. There we go. Oh, it's just, he's having a great time. He's on Drag Challenge. Why the fuck wouldn't you be? It's awesome. And lastly, a super, super special mention. Page 176, Dave Carey's story on his um, beautiful wife, Sarah Carey, who recently passed away. Um, they did a special cruise for Sarah in South Australia, and that's a great story. Great family. And, um, yeah, hats off to you, Dave, mate. That was a, a very, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it, so I'm just going to leave it at that. Yep, no problem. Reader's Rocket, hit me with it. I've got Lee McCarroll's. VE Valiant VIP 318904 page. Yep. page two. I chose the same, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah, I chose the how's same the, one. How's yeah. the chrome work on it? Lee's actually a really awesome uh, upholsterer. He does really good upholstery work and stuff. Oh, right and, right. You know, look, I, I ha- do actually know Lee pretty well through the Valiant Circles, but his car was a deserved reader's rocket choice for me. I'm not saying because I know him, but it's because I actually like the car. It runs a high 12, which is pretty cool. He does lots of miles in it. Like, I can back up genuinely that he does do a lot of street driving in it. The thing I like about the car, he used a Dodge Dart grill for something a bit different to the normal VE. And especially the fact that that's actually a VE VIP. So it's the, the top class model. Usually they're done plain kind of paint. They're usually like a white or a grey or whatever uh, with a black vinyl roof. And they'll always have the full hubcaps with white walls, which is a great look on them. It's just been done to death, so he just did it his way. Yeah, it's just nice to see a VIP actually being done that's not been fully restored, but he still pays homage to things like the VIP badging and stuff. So, great stuff, Lee. That was my reader's rocket too. Well, the two things that got me, have a look at the chrome work, because the uh, the way the photo's taken is quite good. The other thing, have a fucking look how deep dish the rear wheels are. They're a bit deceptive, then you have a good look, you go, holy fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a really clean car, mate. You should see it in person. Yeah. It's a great-looking car. Uh, well done, um, It's a very nice car, mate. Yeah, and I think, look, the thing is, too, I'm sort of earmarking this magazine to give it a really awesome read during my holidays as well. And 244 pages, just got to tip my hat to the folks at Street Machine who put this issue together. You know, an extra 80 pages. Actually, no, it's 90, sorry. The standard's usually around 154. This is 244. So you've got an extra 90 pages. 
that's no mean feat. That's a lot of hard work to do, you know, these extra pages. So I think people have got to stop and, and consider that. And especially to one fuckwit on Facebook who was on my friends list for some reason. I don't know, you know, this random slip in here and there. He put a post up bagging the fuck out of the fact that this Street Machine magazine, he was saying it was shit because it had 80 pages dedicated to Drag Challenge and that it wasn't worth it. Like, you know, does this retard even realise that... Mate, he's actually got an extra 90 pages over what he would normally get with a street machine issue. But if you don't like it, just fucking flick past it. He was going on saying he's he's emailed them complaining and blah, 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 blah. You know, and uh, I just think that's really... I think it's really disrespectful to the people who put together such a great magazine. I don't really give a fuck if that makes me sound like a wanker. Mate, you know, it's not like they've dedicated 80 pages of their normal issue. Right? So it's not like they've made 80 pages of a 154-page issue all about Drag Challenge. This is on top of what you normally have. So this plus the summon ats is on top of what you normally get in the magazine. It's a fucking bonus. It's extra pages for not a lot more. And, you know, like, is it that big a deal? I don't know that you'd have to write and complain to Street Machine. I'd be interested to see what he actually sent to tell from the guys about it because I think it's completely unjustified. So, of course, after unfriending this fuckwit... Yeah, I just think people are so precious about shit like that. Like, it gives a fuck. Delfo, listen to me. Send me his email. <laughs> hey, look, I've got a yeah, guys too. like that not to have the magazine. I um, know. Like, is it just yeah. completely unnecessary? Man, I'm, I'm quite an apologist. I don't really care about the personalities or the people. I'm going to be honest, whatever it's Street Machine, it's the magazine. It's more important to me. The font, uh, the history, whatever. I'm not going to go on some rant about, you know, they probably care about my work as much as I care about theirs, so that's probably fairly even. But I am quite precious about street machine. If you don't like it, fuck off. And if you fuck off, I'm probably happy to see one less person fucking fuck you. If you can't understand it, interpret and enjoy it, I'm happy to see you fuck off as well. Yeah, that's it. Don't buy the magazine. If you can't handle 80 pages, which are in addition to your normal issue being added, if it's such a problem for you, just let everyone else get on with being happy and, and, and enjoying the magazine, like enjoying the issue. It's my favourite issue of the year. Yeah, they, they so, can't get fucked anyway. Who, who gets fucked? Look, I, always, I never could understand why they, and they've done it for years, why they put somebody's whinges in the front of the letter section. I remember one thing, I think it was Seto, or it might have actually been Telf, they let me win an argument with a fucking cockhead in there. So I was writing letters because I'm a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a, what am I saying? I'm not a contributor, I'm a... I'm, Mega fan. Oh, fucking shit. Oh, Mega, fucking Mega fan. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we don't have to stick up for them. The, the, the stuff is there. If you want it, if you're able to interpret it, if you're able to articulate it and have a go, contribute, send some shit in, enjoy the stuff is, congratulations. Ooh. If not, get the fuck out. Who gives a fuck? Nobody cares. Mate, lastly, to wrap up this special episode 24 part two, what have you got having domestic bliss lately? Oh, have I got some domestic bliss? I'll just give this. Do you want to go first or will I go first? No, you go first. I okay, do. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't I'm want that box of assorted creams? <laughs> okay. What so, mate, happened? if you had any... <laughs> Tell me about your domestic bliss. Well, since uh, the visit I'd done to uh, Low Fabrication where I met uh, Damien and his brother Jason, two really nice fellas... Uh, four cylinders have been back in my mind. I had a good yarn to Jason. He's a four cylinder uh, aficionado. Right. So yeah. just uh, while things are a bit laid up with my VK or whatever, I've been playing with my Hilux. My. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. Two wheel drive. Yeah, so it's just got yeah. the two point seven liter and or whatever. Just 
Well, everybody, most of us guys got our start in four cylinders, mate. We, we got our starts in four cylinders. So the other day I decided to put some red and blue stripes on it because uh, my dad's in 1600s, my RS2000. A lot of my four cylinders, uh, back when I was an apprentice in bits and pieces, had uh, the blue and red stripe on them. Okay, yeah, yeah, and with the, I can, like, Dat Rally, is yes. that what it was? Was that yep, Dat Rally? Exactly. Yeah, sure. So and your cars, I can, I can think of the pictures of them with it on. I'll post yeah. a couple of my, my Dats, and so what I decided to do was get some red and blue paint. I've got a 2.799 Hilux, so I decided to put some fucking racing stripes on it. So, went and got all the paint. Uh, on a side note, VB, Victoria Bitter, I love that beer, but it makes my breath stink. It gives me that real beer stink, you know, it's, um, it really does enhance. The, if I, I don't drink it, if I'm going to go out, or if I'm out, I don't drink it because honestly, man, you can smell it from fucking 400 meters away on my breath. <laughs> so, so on this day in particular, when I decide to paint the race stripes, I buy some VB. Three tall is a VB. I just got home from work. I've got, yeah. I've got the new tins of paint, and everything. So I tape it all up. I'm, I'm having a ball, whatever. And when I pick up the blue uh, spray tin, it fucking exploded in my hand. It just absolutely explode. I don't know what the, the go with it was. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. It's 10 to 5. So I thought, oh. So I run inside. Deb, can you run me down to fucking Super Cheap? I've been drinking. Can you run me down to Super Cheap? Oh, I've got to get another tin of paint. She's like, mm, whatever. Yeah. So I yeah. go into the laundry and I just wash my hands with methane. Just give me a big wash of methane. Go, yeah, I know. <laughs> to get all the blue paint off, I jump in the car and I'm come on, Deb. We're in the SS, so she punches us down there and drives the car quickly as well yeah. as well so i get a super creep order and i'm like ah what the fuck this tin explode or whatever here's whatever and the lady looking at me and i see her look up and there's a sign there that goes oh you know we only participate in the safe sale of aerosols because i live in a bit of a dodgy area where they do do some chroming and they sniff the paint or whatever and i'm and i've fucked so i've had to say to her, oh i'm not sniffing it i'm painting a car with it I'm covered in metho. I'm covered in fucking blue paint. My, my, my breath smells like VB. So I come out, I get in the car, and I say to Deb, oh, she gave me a hard time. You know, she thinks I was going to sniff it. And Deb goes, mate, you've got two different fucking thongs on. So <laughs> in my rush to get outside the door, I've got one, I've got one double bugger and one of my oh, good fucking awesome. I look down, like, and she goes, mate, your T-shirt's inside out. And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck oh. it. <laughs> Did so, you have like a piece of snot on your moustache uh, as well? And so I get back home or whatever. I, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you one thing, Simon. It's fairly interesting. You know, I know a lot of guys are into performance and stuff, but since stripes on that, <laughs> fuck man, that thing is so fast. I've got to drive with a handbrake on. That thing is an in the wet, a fucking animal. <laughs> eh? Well, you tell you what, though, you mix racing stripes with your, you know, golden shower wheels. <laughs> Something incredible is uh, about Hayden, to happen. Jaden, Braden, Caden. I'm almost thinking I'm um, going to the, obviously the uh, Charters Towers uh, panel van nationals at Easter. I'm almost yeah with your with your group CVK. That's yeah, right. I'm, I'm thinking about taking um, the Ute and putting P plates on it and entering it as Hayden, Jaden, Caden. <laughs> put it in there as, as best P player or something or other. But that that's my effort with uh, domestic bliss recently. Is 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 Deb gonna drive the VK out with the flares and the big banger kit? She's gonna drive that out so you can take the U. Is oh, that yeah, what you mean? Because it'll definitely be ready on buying. Yeah, oh, mate, no question. That's why you're playing, painting with blue spray paint. Hey, just quickly, wasn't that blue? Didn't you end up accidentally buying Hammertone? Oh, that, was I supposed to say that, that out loud? Man, was I that a secret? Hammertone on the fucking thing, and it looked terrible. I've, I've since fixed it, whatever. I put it on as like fucking Hammertone. That was because I had three <laughs> lots of dog shit breath inducing fucking VB, half a litre of metho down the front of me, inside out shirt, and the fucking wrong thongs are like, 
What's expected of me? What are you? What are you? Are you guys not entertained? <laughs> you bring it all in yourself, mate, and that's the that's the key here. That's what makes it so awesome. But yeah, no, um, living the stereotype—that's all you were doing. What uh, What have you been up to, mate? What do you got going on in domestic bliss? Any thirty-five foot fucking gear shifters or? No, actually, no. Look, I did mention a little while back, I was going to tell you a really stupid story about a BMX wheel bearing, so I'll quickly get onto that first. Now, as I've mentioned before, the South East Queensland BMX show, aka the SEQ BMX show, was coming up, so I had two bikes to build. I built the uh, Powder Blue uh, Moto Mag. I did that sort of how I wanted it. I actually did the colour to match the grip, so I always loved Powder Blue with Gold. So I did that Powder Blue with Gold Moto Mags, did it sort of like as an old school late 70s type build you know with the the box bars and it's got the the double the tough stem like mongoose gooseneck and stuff really happy with that bike actually it rides awesome it just has that old school look i'm after i put all proper you know proper reissue decals and stickers and stuff on it so really happy with that bike um i also built the dukes hazard general lee bike out of another madison i had so that came up I'm really happy with that too. So it all just happened really easily, which is kind of scary. So those two BMXs were came together quite quickly to make it to the show. The thing I was going to tell you about, <laughs> because I do everything in a rush, was I'm always in a fucking hurry. I had to like before I painted the wheels, like the motor mags, I had to strip them down and and re- like do the gold in the centers and I polished the rims, like the edge of the rim lips of the motor <laughs> mags. All right, don't go anywhere else with that. But the thing was, I, I was actually at work on my lunch break, and I had to press clean. I quickly stripped all the guts out of both the wheels on my lunch break, right? So I quickly raced out in a hurry, as I always am. I thought, fuck, I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I'm going to lose all the shit. So I got out like these little clip seal bags to put all the, the parts into, and I'd clean them later down the track. Gutted no, the front called, mag, chuck the... They're called ounce bags. Okay. Yep. Yeah, whatever for your, whatever you're doing with those. I use them for BMX parts and car parts, yeah. and for putting sandwiches in. So... I got the bag, I just put all the messy, gunky shit in there from the front, and I always run coaster brakes in the back, so I pulled all the coaster guts apart, put it, and it will need to be rebuilt anyway. Did that. Mate, they went into my work here. It was probably another two, two and a half, three weeks before I even got the stuff out to clean it to then reassemble the, the wheels. So anyway, I've cleaned up all the coaster parts, no dramas, uh, greased them all up, reassembled the back wheel. I always do the, the back first because coasters kind of suck when you're not coordinated to what, actually put What a coaster together. wheels, mate. So, oh, back pedal brake. Yeah, sorry. Okay. Not handbrake. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. Did all that first. Oh, shit. I just got to do the front one. Now, mind you, the show was on Sunday, and this is maybe Thursday afternoon that I'm, I'm about to reassemble the front wheel. It's all painted. It's all mint. So I pull the bits out to clean them up. I just tipped the bag of stuff into like a thing, like a little, you know, like Milo tin full of Caro. That's how old school I was going. And you know those brushes you get, um, you get them at Super Cheap actually. Stanley make them like a parts cleaning brush, bristle head on the end. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Quite a tight, tightly knit or tightly uh, assembled bristles on the end. So I tip everything in there. I start cleaning it. So I've got the Caro. I'm like swishing around the Caro with the brush and I've like got the brush and I'm like jabbing it into all the parts to clean all the old grease. These things haven't been cleaned in decades, right? So all the grease has gone hard and dry. So I'm there cleaning out all the stuff. Anyway, no dramas. I put I use an old kitchen sift to just pour the, the Caro through to leave the parts behind. I'm missing a fucking wheel bearing. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, how's that so i've gone back through the check the plastic tub i've checked in the thing i'm thinking you know what i did it in such a rush that day knowing me i'll probably just 
either left it in the rim and it's now long gone or it's in my work it somewhere which was at work and i'm at home so i'm like oh fuck what i'm gonna do here i went through all my bmx spares and these things have got like a it's kind of like a bearing in a cage so i had similar type size bearings but none that would actually fit into the motor mag and of course motor mag toughs are kind of like a spiderweb looking tough they're probably the rarest and hardest to get of all toughs especially parts and i'm like here we fucking go where the hell am i going to get a new bearing for this thing or something that fits to the point the next day i've got to work search my ute couldn't find it i've gone to the bike shop actually quick side note ridgeway cycles at evan park guttingly closed their doors on christmas eve after 40 years in business that there is a sign of the times of even look you, you know, you can sit on the toilet doing a poo, and you could you can sit on eBay. You could order everything you want for a BMX bike, except for me because you know that's what I'm texting you. But you could order everything you want for a BMX bike, and that's fair enough. People do that. People buy parts online. I buy parts online. It's easier. It's quick, and all the rest of it. But I guess at the end of the day, it's a bit of a death knock for a lot of small businesses, and especially the thing you can't get on eBay that you would get from going to Ridgeways. Is actually service and repairs. Like people who can't change a tire and a tube, can't adjust the gears on their mountain bike. That's what you can't get done over the internet. So when these places go, it's going to be difficult for people to actually get stuff repaired like that. Who don't if they don't have the skills to do it themselves. Anyway, you can't be yarn and you can't get passion either. That's right, and that's a real sad side effect of the technology we live in these days. But anyway. So anyway, I go to Ridgeways. Hey mate, have you guys got a bearing to match this? He goes through like. He's got like a box of bearings. He said, mate, go for it. Just have a look through there. I ruffle through for about five minutes. I find a match bearing. Happy days. I'm happy as a pig and shit, right? So I pay the money, have a chat, get on my merry way, come home that afternoon. I stick the bearing in the caro because it's been sitting around. It's got like a treatment on it. So to give it a good clean. So I'm in there with a parts cleaning brush. Get in there, clean, clean, clean. Tip the thing out. No fucking bearing. It's disappeared. And I'm like, what the actual fuck is going on here? That's the second. Is this tin? Is this Milo tin like the fucking Bermuda Triangle? I put shit in there. It disappears. No. What's happened is it's got jammed up in the bristles of the cleaning brush. So I'm cleaning with the parts brush, like pushing down to push all the, the carrow through to clean the, the stuff off it. And it's got jammed. The bristles have jammed themselves between the actual ball bearings and the cage that they're housed in. So I pulled the bearing out and gone, oh, shit. Thank fuck for that. But what's behind it? The bearing I lost the day before. So there were two bearings jammed up in that, in the actual cleaning brush. So, Mr. Fuckwit here, I've cleaned all these parts, tipped it out, thought I've lost a bearing. I've wasted that afternoon trying to find a replacement at home and didn't have it. I've driven around like a wanker the next day trying to get a replacement. I've found it. And the whole time, the missing bearing was jammed in the parts cleaning brush. <laughs> you know what that is? I That's know. not the first... That's not the first time that you've lost something in a, uh, a hairbrush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, my hair would just go and just keep going with it. That's all that happened, but it's so you ridiculous. Know what, that's, that's, that's a so workshop. Man, how many times in workshops have we done that thing? That's who we're talking about. That's why we're thong slappers. That is so fucking funny, man. That is. Oh. And not only do you, do you not get the part you had to drive around to replace the part that you already had, man, that's something cat's yep. life right fucking had. there. But because I like to think that the glass is half full, I now have a spare bearing. So that's the way I'm going to run with it from now on to make myself feel good about all that time wasted. Well, you know what you should do? You but should it... go and bunny hop that fucking thing over and try and fuck that bearing that's in there. See, oh, I've got a fucked bearing. I better, <laughs> I better replace it. I had a, a drama with my SS, my red SS, which uh, I had a... 
every car that we owned overheated last fortnight. Oh, don't you fucking hate that? That's when you know summer's here, eh? Uh, I rang Breton from uh, 2G. Very nice of you to give me your time. But um, I've still got to... Well, I have to get an adult car. One day I'm going to have to get an adult car, but not for a while. 2J. Was that branded at 2J? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. I, I, yeah, I rang he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a very good guy. I rang him. He said, he's a, he's a car mechanic. He said, mate, we've got this, that, now. And he goes, oh, I checked. And then, mate, you know what? He was he obviously busy. He got the Christmas rush. Just answered the call. Had a yarn to me. No problem at all. So it's good when you got a mechanic, mate. Eh? When you, I'm a mechanic. So if you're on wrong mechanics, but... Um, Especially on specific cars, when <laughs> I don't want to get on a forum and say what makes an SS overheat because I write back, have you checked your fucking Wi-Fi connection? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Hey, mate, that wraps us up for episode 24, part two. Now, a couple of things happening for episode 25. We'll be kicking on with 1994, talking about some music and also about cars, big hitters from the time. Coming up very soon, we're going to have another special guest star for a Thong Slapper Streetway. That, of course, is Gus from Street Machine Magazine. I can't wait to get him on there. Not just to talk about Street Machine, but he's, you know, he's done a lot of fantastic stuff like the Gus Bus, the All Things Bogan page. And um, I'm going to try and maybe hit him up beforehand if he can be a bit of a Summonats correspondent for us, just to let us know what's going on at Summonats, stuff that he might think that us and the other Thong Slappers and Moots might be interested in, mate. So I look forward yeah. to recording that coming up very soon in the new year. So we hope everyone's had a fantastic Christmas, enjoyed a bit of a break, stayed safe out there. And uh, quick thanks, St. Lucy, Queen Deb, Simon Telford from Street Machine Magazine. If you want to contact us, get on to us, thongslappers at optusnet.com.au or direct messages on our Instagram page at the thongslappers. Uh, I agree with all that. Thanks to uh, to Broads, to Telf, to uh, Damien Lowe, to Mark Happy Williams, to Shannon's Tough Escort. Champion efforts on the, the uh, judging yet. for us. Uh, Matter 351, everybody. Yep. That's all the go. And look, we'll be doing a new competition. We'll, of course, be announcing the winner. You'll know the winner maybe by now. I don't know. It depends on how long it takes me to get this out there. But we'll be announcing a new competition for the new year of 2019, which we'll let everyone know about. And, uh, yeah, so we look forward to talking about that. And, Redman, I'll catch up with you for some 1994. I hope you got your grunge ready, 1994, episode 24. Well, without letting the cat out of the bag, I think... It- next competitions who can put the group so you get Simmons on Red's car the fastest <laughs> before Easter <laughs> and, you'll, and you'll win you'll, you'll win $37 worth of fucking 100 year old street machine magazines <laughs> <laughs> hey that's an awesome prize I reckon <laughs> me too <laughs> alright mate I'll chat to you next okay, so, episode mate, love, have love fun. the family mate likewise have keep, fun keep see you mate <laughs> thanks Tony <laughs> cheers <laughs>